Hello, and welcome to Mr. America, The Bearded Truth, covering political and social issues one liberty at a time, with entertaining insights of current events and important discussions on topics that affect us all, shining the torch of liberty and brightening the future by bringing libertarianism into our everyday life. And now, your host, the friendly neighborhood libertarian, Jason Lyon, Mr. America, The Bearded Truth on Muddied Waters Media. Hello, everybody. Welcome in. I have an incredible guest tonight. I am so excited to have him with us. I have the one and only Brad Carlton, Captain Brad Carlton of Team Adventure coming on. Now, what is Team Adventure? Team Adventure is a group of guys that found a calling and decided to follow through on it. And so part of this calling was to help out in different ways of providing relief after natural disasters. So tonight we have an incredible show lined up for you guys. I'm so excited for this conversation. Um, he's an inspiration. And so I thought it would be, it'd be great to be able to, to give him a platform to talk about what's been happening to him, a little bit of what's been going on. And of course, to highlight where they're at now, of course, that's, as the title goes, he's down there helping out in Florida as a result of Hurricane Ian. So I've got some links I'm going to share with you guys in a little bit. I've got some some stuff to some insights to give you guys. Um, I apologize tonight. I'm, I love our sponsors, but we're not going to be going into them tonight. But this is a conversation you're not going to want to miss. The, it will absolutely cause your heart to pour out. Um, and hopefully you guys will feel something. You guys will feel that little turmoil and, and cause you guys to help out in some way. So I'm looking forward to tonight's conversation. Hope you guys are as well. Um, I want to go ahead and allow for you guys to, to see that down there in the comment section, we do have a GoFundMe set up. We do have their Facebook group for Team Adventure um, lined up there already for you. So just feel free to go ahead, click that, like the, like the Facebook page, share this out, help support this show. It's it's going to be worth it. I promise you. Uh, thank you guys so much. I, without further ado, let's go ahead. Bring Brad on. How are you doing tonight, sir? Great. I'm great. So you have an incredible history um, with coming out there and doing what libertarians talk about, and that's picking up the shovel and helping out and doing what we can for our communities. And so before you guys arrived here um, and helping out as in a response to Hurricane uh, Ian, um, I would love to know, what's your backstory? What have you been doing for the last three years before this? Well, we start the, our, we actually um, went back a little while that to Hurricane Irma, did a small relief effort there. Uh, we, we brought it, we were in Virginia at the time when it hit, but we lived in, we live in Florida and uh, we purchased a small trailer and uh, bought about 150 backpacks and put together um, backpacks for children, backpacks for women, backpacks for men, because typically in any, any disaster zone that gets a flood and everything else, people lose everything. And when we went into uh, Clouston and they had lost everything, the uh, women were walking around with nothing but underwear and t-shirt and a baby in their hands because they lost everything in the house. So relief teams come in to give them something and they've got nothing to put it in. So the backpack would contain bare essentials, um, which anybody can do. We would go to Walmart and buy 150 backpacks and then buy toothpaste and uh, feminine products and 
stuff for the men, stuff for the kids, power bars, water, just basic life essentials. And we went in and brought a trailer to a load of that with chainsaws and, and all sorts of other products and we wrote into the community and passed them out. And we went in, we spent one day and passed them out. We sort of felt like that really wasn't enough. It went in, put a little Band-Aid on it, hoping that the bigger NGOs uh, organizations would come in like FEMA and Red Cross and all the big boys and fill the blanks only to find out that they because they're so big they move slowly because they got a lot of red tape um, then Hurricane uh, Dorian happened and we know the Bahamas we've been down in the Bahamas uh, we happened to spend, live six eight months on a boat and we had the perfect vessel to go there and we were told by literally hundreds of people don't go and the water's going to be dangerous and all this other stuff and they're going to riot and steal your stuff off the boat and the, it was just a bunch of lies basically fake news whatever you want to call it yeah. um, so we loaded up the boat with about 10,000 pounds of equipment gear grills food freezers um, tents um, we happened to meet up with another relief group and they helped fund what we were doing because it was just my wife and I funding out of pocket it was going to be our life give back. And um, we finally got out. We finally got the boat all ready to go. And of course, the weather kicked in and we couldn't go. So we were sitting in the dock frustrated for three days. And we ended up arriving at Green Turtle Key 10 days after the hurricane. And I've seen a lot of desertation in my life because I'm ex Coast Guard. And I've never seen anything like that before. I was like, the hand of God just came down and flattened everything. Hmm. Um, when we got to the island, there was no no government there, no government boats there, nothing. Um, they, they had some water there, they had some MREs, uh, and if anybody's really familiar with MREs, it's not something an older person can eat. It spikes your diabetes. It's meant for 18, 20-year-olds that are ruck-packing and run five miles a day. Um, and they had no basically very little food, no, no real water, uh, and definitely no electricity. And that went on until just from September, December. Uh, we, when we rolled in there with everything, the group we came in there with the ID Foundation to help us, we, within 24 hours, we set up a kitchen and we were serving food. We went into a rectory, mucked it out, had water, bleached the walls, bleached everything, stapled blue canvas to it. And within that 24-hour period, we were serving two, 300 meals a serving. Um, and then, then the volunteers started showing up. They, they were showing up, and we just basically said to them, wherever you are, we'll bring you lunches. We started making the lunches. Uh, Thirteen local people stepped up to the plate immediately. You know, you just pick up the shovel and do what you got to do. Um, nobody's going to do it for you. Uh, and that, that is the truth. And when one person sees another person pick it up, it invites the next person. Well, 13 women jumped into our kitchen and pretty much pushed us aside and said, we'll cook for you. We'll do whatever you want to do. Well, that went on from September to December, um, and that's a long-term commitment for somebody to do that. And these people put their yeah. lives on hold. They, they put their houses on hold. They were trashed. Um, there, there was no infrastructure in the island. The streets were still impassable. Um, we shortly within two weeks, we figured we were only going to go out there for two weeks, and that's really what we figured to go out there for. We realized we were running out of food, and... The commercial government boats weren't coming um and we rallied up and we got contact everyone we knew got on facebook 
and we had flotillas of boats coming out, people that wanted to help, but that was only sustainable for a few weeks and people run out of money to be running boats. It was 150 miles off Palm Beach. Um, but we made some real good friendships there, real good people. They did a lot of things. Uh, this one woman flew out, flew out two DC-3 cargo planes full of food to us, but it went to a different island because there's no airport on the island. So then we had to move 8,000 pounds of food in 90 degree weather from the airport to a ferry boat, from a ferry boat to the pier, and then figure out how to keep it refrigerated. Uh, fortunately, because our boat is rigged up with two large generators, we had to rewire the boat to run the freezers. We had freezers coming over from the States on the smaller boats, and we ended up on a dock with 15 freezers um, all lit up, and we, we were feeding the island out of that. And then when I asked again, the same person shipped and got me another cargo plane. Um, That's incredible. So I didn't even know. Didn't even know. Um, and then other people jumped on board with aircraft and flew stuff over when we need it, uh, needed it. Um, and it just kept evolving. And then people, people, and we never raised funds before, didn't even know how to do it. Um, people started giving us some substantial money to run the operation with. And again, we're not a charity, we're not an NGO, we're just husband and wife, humanitarian team. And when we went out there, um, the day we were sailing out, the, the couple that wanted to come out there with us, you can see the fear in their eyes, what they're about to do. And they bailed out four hours before the boat left. And we're thinking, well, what are we going to do? Ah. Well, I had a trade a company that was working on my house, and I asked the owner if he'd come for a couple of weeks to help. He's now my best friend. Um, <laughs> he was there the whole time. Uh, and this rolled on through December. And over that period of time, we got a restaurant in, in Florida through another guy that put on a full, full-blown full Thanksgiving Day dinner. They brought it out in the boat, right to pies, to ice cream. Um, we had a social night once a week because what people don't realize, it's like the storm that just went through. We're coming up on one week. And when I was Green Turtle King, they said, we should get some PTSD counselors out here. And I looked up and I said, what do we need those for? You don't need those. Well... PTSD is a real thing. Yes. Because I got it. Um, and that's what they need here now. Um, and um, it makes you very emotional when you didn't think you had emotions. And, um, <laughs> yes. it's, yes. it's a very strange thing. You know, I never shed tears in my life. And when I'm doing this stuff, my buddy and I get very emotional about different things. Some little child or whatever, you know, all these little kids on the island, families on the island, no income, no way to buy food. And if anybody's ever been to the Bahama, a tomato costs you like five bucks, just a tomato. Um, and now there's no food on the island. Um, so we kept this effort up. And then we realized real quickly, we got to somehow help get the restaurants going, the businesses going, get the, the, the island working again to make money. Yeah. And so I reached back out to the same person that got me the DC-3s, and we got restaurant equipment brought over. Um, and we worked with each individual restaurant. Um, at the same time, they still had no water on the island. They had no power. We were getting generators. Well, the unique thing about our boat is we can make 2,000 gallons of water a day on our boat. So we would transport every day 350-gallon containers uh, with a Polaris quad and a trailer we got off the island of somebody into town and stack them. And we put solar cells on them for our kitchen and gave half of it to the island. And the water mission was out there, another relief group. But they, at the beginning, they only had small, small water makers. So we paired up with them and helped them, the other NGO. And again, this just evolved and evolved and evolved. 
and we, um, my friend Chloe Alley from Cape Coral, Florida, um, said, it's coming up Christmas time. Why don't we put a concert for these people on? I'm like, I guess so. He made several phone calls. Next thing I know, people with big planes flew the, flew the, his church in. We set up a church group, blocked off the road, and this was the end of our, our food. And we, we had this huge, huge concert. The whole town came, it blocked the roads. They felt great. Um, and then we finished that up through Key West Cares with the day we were leaving. Uh, we had really bad weather coming in. I said to my people, I promise get you home for Christmas. I promise get you home for Christmas. And we um, uh, were getting ready to leave in Key West Cares country. I said, you can't leave for another two days. I'm like, I have to leave. The weather's bad. No, you can't leave. You're Santa Claus for Christmas. You cannot leave. <laughs> so I went back to my crew and said, um, it's going to be really ugly going home in these seas, but I'll get you home for Christmas. The boat will handle it. You're not going to like it. Um, and they all said, we're staying. So we stayed the extra couple of days. We came home on the 23rd in 15 to 20 foot seas. And um, it, was, it was a wonderful thing. Well, as, as we were leaving, we said, there's got to be more we can do on this island. And we called out three widows that had their homes destroyed that had no way of rebuilding their homes. And we started to adopt a home program. And it immediately took off because people knew us. They trusted us. And all the money and all the funding went to these people. It went yeah. to people in need on this community, this island. And we were made, raised a large amount of money. And we went through and mucked out these houses and sheetrocked these houses and put them all back together for these women. And while we're doing this, COVID came in, chased our volunteers away, chased us off the island. Well, we were determined to finish the project. So we went back and then COVID came in again, chased us off the island and sent the volunteers, but we went back again. And we worked through the COVID. And during the COVID, um, I'm a pilot, I have a plane. Um, we were transporting medical supplies over there. I got some large medical donations and we were bringing medical supplies over there on a regular basis. We brought, brought back to the States a four-month-old COVID-positive baby boy that needed treatment. Um, we brought back another couple that wouldn't have made it unless I brought them back. Um, and then we finished up the houses and, and we did some other work there. We just left Green Turkey three and a half, four weeks ago and said, okay, we need a break. And we came back to our home in Cape Coral to relax. <laughs> this hits up. You know, so, we didn't plan on continuing being uh, a humanitarian relief team right now. But yeah. In the future, we want to do something else. But I guess um, if you're religious at all, God had different plans for us. That's, that's, that's what I was thinking was like, you guys are just a godsend. You guys started off and you guys were like, we'll load up some backpacks and we'll come out and we'll distribute and help some people out. Then you guys moved down there to, to Green Turtle Cay down there in the Bahamas and you guys build into like this this monolithic thing helping with the infrastructure helping with getting people what they need the food the water the necessities the power and all these things and you guys kept providing you guys kept saying i can do more and you guys continue to do more this is uh, i you were talking i know that you were talking about like ptsd and causing emotions you were causing a little bit of emotions in me just thinking of like all the the goodness that you were sharing and through the outpouring of your guys's heart and your effort and your energy to others um it's absolutely incredible and and i'm 
I'm hoping that one day you're going to get in touch with an author and just write this out because it's going to be the most inspiring thing. You, you, you absolutely nailed it. When you pick up a shovel, you inspire other people to pick up a shovel. And I think that your efforts there, um, cause people to, to step up and to do more. But I think that now, you know, towards the end, you, you were foreshadowing, of course, to this hurricane Ian that's happened, just happened. And you guys are back in action again. And so this is one of the things that I wanted to bring to the audience. So there's two things. First of all, for the technical issues, Brad is there boots on the ground in Florida competing and fighting against all of the things holding uh, the people of Florida back from, from having a normal way of life again. And so, you know, the connectivity and the network issues, blame it on the hurricane, but you know, this is, we're not we're not sitting there from Greenville, South Carolina, like me talking about this. This is somebody who's sitting there on the front lines. Um, so forgive us if there's any um, any technical issues or any network issues. Um, so it's coming through a little bit blurry. But you're taking action again down there in Florida, um, and a part of this, you know, one of the things that you highlighted back there in Bahamas was that you guys didn't have much. You guys. You know, as people were able to give to you guys, you guys were able to take that and redistribute it and give it out to help out support others. Um, so I want to first, before we get into what's going on there, I want to share this with everybody. If you guys are looking to help support, um, there is so many different ways that you can, but I want to give you guys that GoFundMe down there at the bottom. The GoFundMe is in the show notes. Um, please go over there. If you have anything capable, if you are able to send anything at all, go through that GoFundMe, help support it. If you need more information, you can contact, um, Susan Donnelly. The number is there 860-480-0140. Again, that's 860-480-0140. 0140 look at the list of things these are not things that are we're not looking to to make an extravagant life for anybody but things like water tarp gasoline um nails you're looking at at uh, you know um insulation you're looking at generators if you if you're able to throw a little bit more money at this batteries lamps lanterns protein bars things that are just there to help them do the basics uh -oh. of helping people live um so I wanted to give that. And so now, now we're, we're to the timeline where you guys are coming back. You guys are exhausted three years of working to help give back the livelihood, um, to people in the Bahamas. You come back to relax and hurricane Ian comes through. Talk to me. Yeah, about we had, nobody had a clue. Nobody thought it was going to be, somebody was telling me the other day that they were reclassifying this thing as a cat five. I don't know if it's cat five or cat four. I really don't care. Um, I know we registered 140 mile hour winds at the building we we're at. You know, my, I have my whole family lives in Cape Coral. My mother lives, 90 year old mother lives next door to me and everybody hunkered down in my house. Um, we're, we're in my house at nine and a half foot tidal. And all of a sudden we're, we're looking at this thing going to Tampa and up north of Tampa and it's slowed down, slowed down, slowed down. And, now it's going into Tampa. Now it's going into Sarasota. Now it will send one to Cape Coral. Um, and now all of a sudden it's building in strength. And I don't know, a chemistry 150, 140, it doesn't really much matter. Um, and it lasted a fair amount of time and the eye went right over us. Um, and we were at the house at eight o'clock in that morning here. 
um, the water came up out of the canals, up two and a half feet out of the canals. And I just said, we're not staying in the house anymore. We're not going to get trapped out here. We went to my friend Close building in town. It's, hard, it's a hardened building, a panic room. And we put both our families in there. And we hunkered down there. And it's on, the tornadoes were like railroad trains coming by. It was picking up, picked up a trailer in the yard and threw it um, right across the street from where the tractor trailers it flipped over. Um, swaths and swaths of telephone poles got knocked down, concrete poles, hurricane poles got knocked down. Um, and the, the level of infrastructure that got destroyed is just monumental. Um, the good thing about, one thing about Florida is they beefed up their building codes so much unlike Greenfield Key, which we saw almost every building down. Or the, the, I have not seen any buildings here we are down, but all the shingle roofs are wiped right down with the plywood or, or half wiped down the plywood. And that's the relief effort we're looking at doing right now is getting these houses dried in for these people because there's no chance of them getting their insurance in and getting them rebuilt quickly. And once we dry them in, they'll be, they'll be good for a good six months, give them a chance to, to rebuild. And our, our folk, primary focus is try to get to veterans, handicapped, elderly, people that cannot do it for themselves. You know, if, if you got a two-story home and you got a Mercedes in the driveway and you wear a Rolex car, we're not going to help you. I'm sorry. You can do it yourself. Yeah. You, you, you got the ability. But we're, we're trying to search out the people, and it's a difficult thing to do sometimes. You know, we're not trying to do a second home. Uh, we're looking for people that are in true need. Um, and Chloe and myself, we're out there in, in the public today doing that. Today we have here, uh, within seven hours after the storm, Heart 9-11 out of New York, which evolved after 9-11, which we have a very strong relationship with Bill Keegan up there as the president of Heart 9-11. Um, they called me up and they worked with us extensively in Green Turn. We had a great relationship. And his lead person, Kelly, called me up and said, Brad, we're going to have people at your house in six hours. Emotionally, oof, you know, blew away. And um, Chloe and I looked at each other and said, we got to open a command center here and we got to do something. And we went to his building of business and we just started opening a command center. We've already got a thousand cases of water donated on the, on the ground here. We got generators. We got roofing materials. Um, the following day, Heart 11 sent a second crew in. There's, there's a third crew in, um, the Southern Baptist group. But we've made relationships down in uh, Green Turtle Key with. They're rolling in here tomorrow with 11 people. Um, Cypress Missions out of New Jersey. They're rolling in here next week with people and a lot of other people. Um, but we could sure use volunteers, tradesmen volunteers, like three-man crew with a truck and ladder. And we'll supply the materials to go out in the public and get these people tied in, when the roof dried in. Um, when I say there's probably 20,000 buildings, homes that need to be tried in, I'm not exaggerating. Um, I, there's probably way more than that. Um, or you can get into the point that the house, house that are flooded out and you can muck them out. Um, but I, we want to try to save the houses that are savable right now rather than just let them get wet and moldy and messed up. Um, and that's where we're at right now. I mean, right now we're looking for funding. We're looking for... Oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. We're going to try and get him back. Um, but that, I hope you guys can see like this is this is an initiative that I love to see people take upon 
and and go out there and do these things this is why i wanted to bring brad carlton on tonight to talk about this hopefully we'll get him back on i'm gonna stand by and see if we can get him um reconnected into this but uh you know his efforts here right like he said he's not looking to come back and restore people who are who just have a means he's looking to restore people who this was their entire livelihood that this is the only thing that they had this is coming along coming along on the tail end of uh florida governor desantis asking for 65 billion dollars in order to rebuild florida so there's a lot of need in the area um and he's able to do this welcome back uh you guys hey <laughs> there you go <laughs> technology gets best and we got hey. a skylink too Perfect. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, I was just explaining it to them. I was just like, you know, you guys are out there kind of reiterating what you were saying. You guys are out there helping out the people that this was their only lives that were taken up. These aren't people that have a way and means of, of taking care of themselves, as you said, 20,000 people. But this is also is on the tail end of, you know, Governor DeSantis asking for, I believe it was $65 billion um, from the federal government in order to help relief from this. And as you already depicted from the Bahamas situation, there's a lot of delays. There's a lot of, of things that if you get out in front and you take care of this before the government has to go through all of the bureaucratic red tape, you're able to save people's livelihood so much more, which is why your guys' rapid relief is so much more important than, the, uh, than you know, the government relief in that, in that sense. You guys are actually providing a way and a mean of people to, to restore their lives. Even some of these big NGOs, I mean, they're just so wrapped up in their red tape. They're mean, they mean well, but they would come in, they do a survey and see what the problem is. We sort of joked about it. It's like, oh, you need some water, you're going to die. We'll go back and we'll hold it to the committee. They approve it four weeks later, and three weeks later, you get another one, and the patient dies. Um, we the, the good thing about us not being an NGO is we had NGOs actually came to us and funded us to do things they couldn't do under all their red tape. And they said, we really want to do this. And we'll give us some funding. We can do it. And they would. Um, you know, we, we got very large donations and we utilized them and we said, we'll be accountable for it. We'll show you records and everything else so you know where it went. You know, early in life, I made a very large donation one time and I felt really bad afterwards because I really felt the money wasn't used properly and too much of it was wasted. Um, everything we do goes right to the community um, and helping. Um, so where we're at right now is we're looking at trying to see how much we get done, how much we can help the community. I mean, uh, everything on that sheet, yes, we need. Um, we're we're housing, housing relief workers in a church right now, and we're trying to get uh, more funding and more materials and more volunteer crews. Um, so any of that and all of it, you can contact Susan Donnelly, and um, we'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. I, it's a, it's incredible what you guys are doing. And, and I can't thank you enough for this. Um, and you've, you've listed out, you know, people to volunteer, people to donate, people um, to call out, reach out. Is there now here's here's where things kind of get off the rails a little bit for me is. Um, there's another aspect that you guys did, and you guys mentioned this with your Christmas um, with your Christmas or with the concert event. Um, was that was raising morale. What can we do from the outside? How can we can we get in touch? Can we send letters to to you and your crew of of you know thank you cards things like that? Is there something that you can you know send me either you or Susan send me that we can 
you know have a PO box or something like that because I would love to to be able to send supplies, send money, but also send you guys our thank yous and and doing something like that. Would you guys be able you to reach out to, to Susan Donnelly on that? Okay. Um, we appreciate that. That's not what we're looking for, though. I know. We'd rather have that effort applied to the people that really are in need. I mean, we've gone in just simply as much as canvas somebody's roof and at the top of the water tight, and they come out in tears and break down and give you hugs and everything. That's worth a million dollars right there. Just because you went in with three or four guys and spent a half a day and dried them in, or, or you came with, with a couple cases of water and they're, they're shut ins, they can't get it. it mean, that means the most to us. Okay. Um, you know, we, we, we're not, we're not looking for recognition for us. We no. tend to just like to be on the quiet side, to be honest with you. Um, you know, some people have to give you the recognition every day. So we have to for money because never those life we've went to anybody and asked for anything. Um, but yeah. with, the, with the fund, with the funding and the way this works, you do have to, and I realize that now. I didn't realize it in the beginning, um, but I do realize that. We work very, very closely with World Central Kitchen. World Central Kitchen was a major sponsor for us. And we started running out of food, and if anybody knows them or knows Jose Andres, um, he is a phenomenal man, phenomenel. Um, he he flew in his into the island by helicopter four times to come see us, spend time with me, and everything else. And they they just a phenomenal operation. You guys are um, all incredible. Just... It, this is what I've noticed from a lot of people who work in these humanitarian efforts. And and you 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 hit it on the head. <laughs> I don't know if intentionally or not. You guys say, I don't need the credit. I don't need this. I'm doing this for the cause. I'm doing this to help people. Put your efforts towards helping them. And But you guys are always quick to raise everybody else up. And I, 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 I can't harp on this enough. I, I guess I get like hyper-focused on that. You can tell when somebody is a great human being when they just go, I'm going to lift somebody else up. I'm going to do the efforts. I'm going to do these things. I want to hide back in the shadows and continue doing the good work, um, which this may be a little bit of a plug for a future show we're having. But it's also is like, I, I Brad, I, I, I want to do what I can for you guys. I, I want to help we make don't you come in. We don't come in with an agenda. Yeah, you know, we don't we don't want to play politics. I want nothing to do with politics. I'm 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 a bull in a china shop with politics. I'm only focused on only to help the people. And when the politics happens, I end up stepping on everybody's toes over it. It's not it's um and it's not necessarily pretty. So um, we we're just we're there to help the people. We're not there to help the people. Then why are we there? Um, and I say to any other people that they want to help, if you're a tradesman, put on your boots, get in your pickup truck. Bring a couple of the trays over the end, some ladders. We'll get you some hot showers. We'll serve you some hot meals. Um, and if you've never done it before, your heart will come out of your shirt when you see these people and see what you've done for them when they're in a state of despair. Um, and they just don't know what to do. I mean, a lot of people live hand to mouth. This thing went through, they have no cash. Yeah. They don't have money even to go buy gas, let alone sit in the line all day long or go into a grocery store. Uh, and now, all the, because all the computers are down, it's cash only, cash only. So, and we're, we're not, we're shifting away from a cash society, you know, we're credit cards and pay with your iPhone. Um, and all of a sudden that doesn't work no more. Mm. It's, it's incredible. Yeah. I, 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 I wanted to keep this short and sweet for you tonight. I don't want to take up too much time. I know you guys are working tirelessly. Um, it looks like you may have frozen. I hope you're still with us, but I wanted oh, to give you an opportunity. 
Okay, perfect. I want to give you an opportunity. If you had some last little bit of anything that you're needing beyond what we've already covered, any other last little tidbits or anything else that you want to cover with us before uh, before we wrap it up? No, that's pretty much it. But I'll tell, tell anybody that wants to come down here as a team, a volunteer team, tradespeople, uh, men and women, um, that once you've done this, if you've never done it before and you're nervous about doing it, once you've done it, it's a life-changing experience. And, and it really is. You look at things very different. I don't care what race, religion, color you are, what your background is or whatever. Um, the bonding you'll feel is unbelievable. It's been a life-changing experience for my wife, Lorraine, and I, and my Khalil and Amy, uh, our co-partners. That's, that's pretty much it. You guys are incredible. I, I have one ask of everyone who is watching this, whether you're listening to this after the fact on the podcast or watching the live stream now, please find a means, find a way to share this out, spread this message of what Brad is doing down there and what other people are doing. Um, Brad is, of course, not the only one out there heading up an organization or a group of people in order to bring relief to the people of, of, of Florida. But spread this message let us share out if you guys notify me of any other groups that need to be highlighted or that could be highlighted for the efforts that they're doing right now please let me do so i would love to help raise them up because i know they're like brad they're like we're not doing this for the celebrity we're not doing this for the fame we're doing this out of the goodness of our hearts but i want to raise them up and i want to help give you guys an opportunity to help spread the message about them and to help be able to donate to help make their missions of restoring people's livelihoods more possible and that's only through our actions and through our initiatives so i want to thank you guys all for for tuning in tonight brad you're an incredible man don't let anyone tell you otherwise thank you so much for all that you've done uh, up and down the east coast now um your your actions right now are it's you are changing the world by what you're doing. And I cannot thank you enough for what you're doing. You and all of the men and women that serve with you. Uh, you guys are incredible and, and selfless and is incredible and inspiring. And I want to thank you so much. Um, I just want to stick a head in here. Yeah. Come here. I want to show you my brother, Khalil. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Good. You? Good, man. Nice beard. There's hey, no thank you. You too. <laughs> You guys are without you guys are incredible, absolutely incredible. Thank you guys so much for all that you guys have been doing and and continue to do for the people of Florida. The uh, if you were there in Bahamas with him, um, in that effort and everything else, you guys are just absolutely incredible. I love to see you guys pour your hearts out for other people, and I hope that people get witnessing this show tonight. They're going to have that that turning and that yearning in their hearts, and they're going to come out, and they're going to pour out their, their love and support for you in any way that they can. So thank you guys so much. Thank you. Absolutely. All right. You guys have a great night, and I'll, I'll be in touch. I'll, I'll get in touch with Susan, and we will continue to try to help support you guys any way and every way that we can. We appreciate it. All right. Thank you all so much. See you guys. Thank you. Night. Good night. Ladies and gentlemen, that right there is the most incredible group of people you will ever meet. Thank you guys for, for tuning in tonight for this. Um, if you guys can, go to the GoFundMe. It's down in the links below. Go to their Facebook page. Follow them. Help support them in their initiatives to help restore the lives of so many people that have been devastated by a natural disaster. Now, of course, a lot of us have sat here and go, well, you live in Florida. Of course, a natural disaster happens. 
But we all know that we're in an economic crisis right now across this country. People don't have a ways and means of really changing their lives. Um, we know that people have not had the, this for, for many of the people that we talk about when we talk about the way the criminal justice system crashes down on them. It is because they are not in, in well standing or in good standing when it comes to, to economics and everything else. You could tell them, pull up your bootstraps and, and make a way, but that's not just working so there are people that have been living in florida whether it's because of family ties because they can't leave or for otherwise that have been absolutely devastated so if you guys can take a moment if you guys have any ways any possibility that you guys can help support them please take a couple moments go sign up at the gofundme find a way to help support them in their cause Find anyone out there that is helping the people of Florida right now and help support them in the, what they're doing. So if you guys need more information, you guys can reach out to Susan Donnelly, 860-480-0140. Um, you guys can head over to the GoFundMe. That is a link in the comments below. I love you guys all. I appreciate you guys all. I will see you guys back here next week, uh, next Friday night. Um, I will be back. We have somebody else from Florida coming on. Um, uh, from Brevard County, Florida, we have the one and only uh, Marie Peel. She is the vice chair of their county. We're going to be talking a little bit about, interestingly enough, about being in the backdrop and, and still being able to help turn the gears and make the, the machine roll to help continue making the mission and the vision happen. And so uh, I hope you guys will join us next Friday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, I hope you guys had an incredible weekend. I know it's Friday or Sunday night, so it was a it was an interesting time for us. But I love you all. I appreciate you guys all. Please do uh, share this out. Support this 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 post. I don't. If you don't support anything else on Money Waters, I understand. But if you can support this post with comments, with likes, with shares, uh, whether you're on Facebook, YouTube, or any of the other live stream platforms, help get this into people's algorithms. If you can share it out, that would be incredible. I love you all. Be well, be good, and I'll see you guys next week. Take care. I'll see you guys in a little while.